Struggling to keep track of your story and world? Archivos is for you. More intuitive than a wiki, more extensible than Scrivener, Archivos builds your story bible into your personal, always-on tactical display. Graphical relationship charting, continuity tools, this thing has it all with bonus options for fan engagement and real-time collaboration. Archivos. Story world management done right www.archivos.digital. That's www.archivos.digital. Welcome to The Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, author of nearly 30 books, more than 30 short stories, and numerous articles and scripts and essays, coming to you from up in the crow's nest with my spyglass on this daily voyage through the dicey waters of business, craft, learning, and art in the writing life. Today we have feedback from Herb on swords, sorcery, and sexism. Herb says, So, first step would be to read a lot of books consciously written in the mold of sword and sorcery, but with female protagonists. The most mm. famous would be... Red Sonia. Uh, no, don't interrupt. Sorry. But I like interrupting. I know. The most famous... Knock, fam knock. What? Knock, knock. Don't interrupt. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. <laughs> 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 now I'm laughing too hard to read this feedback. The most famous would be C.J. Cherry's Morgane books, mm. starting with Gate of Ivril. Cherry is good stuff. She's a very good writer. These stories are how she gained admission to Lynn Carter's old Swordsmen and Sorcerers Guilds of America. Tanith Lee's early novels in the Birthgrave series also qualify as a female protagonist variant on major SNS tropes. However, the best examples to answer this question in my mind are Jennifer Robertson's Sword Dancer books. The POV character is a sexist SNS type lead paired with a female sword dancer through a variety of adventures over six novels. Another pairing, although with a male swordsman and female priestess, are the Red Gar and Natalie stories by Willard Black in Savage Realms Monthly. While the first concerns Redgar's rescue of Natalie, they remain companions once he learns he was hired to rescue her from sacrifice so she could be enslaved for her knowledge. In fact, all of the issues of Savage Realms have modern sword and sorcery tales where women are more than sex objects or evil sorceresses, although both tropes do appear. Unlike the books mentioned above, Savage Realms Monthly features short swords and sorcery stories in keeping with the roots of the genre. Another good source is nearly all of David Jamel's novels. Ndras, his first major sword and sorcery, appears in Legend, originally Against the Horde in the U.S., and covers a sword and sorcery axe legend who comes out for one last fight. It is similar to Clint Eastwood's Unforgiven, although more heroic. Dress's stories are part of his Driani series, although some are more sword and sorcery oriented than others. His Ringgate novels, especially Sword and Storm, are strong sword and sorcery. Moving beyond sword and sorcery, I'd recommend classic sword and planet such as Burroughs, Mars, and Venus, Barsoom and Amptor respectively books, mm, yep. the Dre Prescott books, all 52, by Akers, and the Green Star and Callisto series by Lynn Carter. 
while rescuing princesses is stock trade of these books, those princesses are rarely helpless and are usually heroes in their own right, especially in the Dre Prescott books. However, if looking to Sword and Planet, avoid John Norman at all costs if non-sexist <laughs> variations on these tropes is your goal. Core! You know, we have all those books and I haven't read them yet. They, I know. They were like a favorite of your dad's, weren't they? Yep. We're going to have to like... Uh, we're going to have to do a book club on the Gore books just for the sheer oh, weird nostalgia of it all that, at some that point. That would be fun. Yeah, I, I, I didn't realize that I've my dad heard... was, was a reader of fiction at all. And while he had, like, boxes of Gore books in the back of the closet, and then after I left home, he started reading kids' fantasy. And he like, got really into Michael Crichton, too, which we found out after he right, died. Right, and... Um, Harry Potter and stuff like that. Until then, I thought all he ever read was, like, ship manuals and <laughs> book building stuff. Or boat building stuff, not book building. Book, book, book building, building is boats. more my thing, yeah. <laughs> That's why you get wound up with me. You're like, oh, my dad reads book building books, and this guy builds books. It works out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I've heard I've heard so many things about the Gore books, and I've got to read them just for just to find out what all of the fuss and outrage is about. I hear they're basically like seventies um, B movies in book form, uh, mm. you know, like exploitation films in book form. Which means that I'll probably find two or three of them loads of fun, and then get totally bored afterwards. <clears throat> but I've, I've got I've had long had a theory that some of the purest, te at least in terms of technical skill writing, happens in exploitation films. Because the stories are so thin that the writing has to be fantastic. Mm. So um, it would be a fun, uh, fun book to explore that theory on in novel form. Hmm. So anyway... Um, thank you very much for the resource list, Herb. This, uh, the, um, show notes for this one are going to be epic. You're going to, oh, it's going to take yeah. you like an hour and a half to post this episode. Yep. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> but you'll find that all in the show notes. Thank you very much. And it's always great to have these conversation threads that go for several months and get lots of minds jumping into them. I love it. We'll see you tomorrow. The Everyday Novelist is written by J. Daniel Sawyer and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty McKeon and is produced by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text is copyright 2021 J. Daniel Sawyer and the production is copyright 2021 Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License and all other rights are reserved to their respective owners. Join the conversation. Submit a question, leave a comment, or a creative death threat. Or find me at jdsawyeronminds.com or hit me at feedback at jdsawyer.net. We can't do it without you.